And so he kept spitting on me. And so when he did that, I just wiped it off my face and I stood there and I just kept saying, is that all you got? Welcome to Simple Beauty Naturals podcast, your place to listen to stories about people discovering and accepting their natural beauty. This podcast is brought to you by Simple Beauty Naturals, your natural skincare and cosmetic system. And you can go to simplebeautynaturals.com to pick up six free tips to flawless skin. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with all of your friends. And now let's sit back and listen to today's story. My name is Hakeem Muhammad, and I am a correctional officer. Uh, one of the biggest uh, takebacks from being a correctional officer is going into the job you never think about. I'm a woman going into the job. You just think about, I'm going into the job. I'm just going to be an officer. Um, but it, the twist came for me was when I walked into that building being a minority, being a woman, and understanding the dynamics of, of men and women relationships when women are the minority and men are the majority. It's a whole new different arena, something that if you're not a secure woman, with yourself, with your own beauty, you will either be destroyed by it or you can over, overcome it and, 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 and rejuvenate yourself spiritually and grow from that. Um, my obstacle first coming to the job was that people told me they worked in it. Oh, you know, it's hard for a nice-looking woman to work in a male prison. And for me, I'm thinking, you know, I'm a strong woman. You know, I ain't no punk. You know, that was my mindset. I ain't no punk. I, but... It wasn't really, I was thinking more of a physical battle, and it really wasn't. It's more of a spiritual battle. Um, if you don't, if you have this false sense of who you are and your security as a woman, it would be challenged and broken in that environment. Um, walking into the environment, I thought, oh, you know, being a woman is just so easy. I, I am who I am. It's physical. It's emotional, and, and I'm just going to take it from there. But I never in a million years thought that, I would be challenged sexually on a, and emotionally on a daily basis. Never thought that in a million, million years. It was a situation where uh, really didn't dawn on me that I was assaulted. Uh, uh, that there was a young man who he was actually in a boxing chain, and a boxing chain is that um, it's a handcuff device where it prevents the person from moving, where it keeps their hand in front of him. So he had a boxing chain on, and he was standing in front of me, and I was sitting down writing paperwork. And he says, you know, I should kick you in your in your face. So I didn't know who he was talking to because there was two other male officers that was there, and I didn't know. I thought he was talking to them, and he just kept saying it. So and then, you know, I looked up like what a puzzle looked, but I wasn't looking in his direction. And But I heard him say, yeah, I'm talking to you. Dad. So when I turned around, I said, what? He says, you know, I'm talking to you. Um, uh, I'm, I should kick you in your neck. And I said, okay, well, do what you feel you need to do. And I just turned around and kept doing my paperwork. But I don't think he liked the idea that I was ignoring him. So he started, you know, yelling back and forth with me. And then I started yelling back and forth with him. And I got up and I said, okay, let me act scared. So I jumped back and I started laughing. I said, did that make you feel more secure as a man now? You scared a woman? And so, you know, that just made him even more upset because I guess he felt, oh, I can't get to her. So when my coworker opened the door to place him in the bullpen, that fool spit in my face. Now, 
stunned me for a minute. And I just had to, you know, I was shocked. Really, I was shocked because I had never had anybody spit in my face before. And so after spitting in my face, you know, he kept talking, you know, fuck you, bitch. Now I spit in your face. And so that split moment, I had to make a decision whether I was going to let this man be victorious over me or not. And so I decided I can't go out like that because word spreads. If you cower down, then the word spreads. And so other people figure they can make you, they'll make you a target. They feel, okay, I'll come at you. And then you'll have all these people coming at you. So when he did it, I said, I just immediately responded, is that all you got, bitch? I said, you wear panties like I wear panties. I said, you two feet from me, and the only thing you could do is spit on me? And so he kept spitting on me. And so when he did that, I just wiped it off my face, and I stood there, and I just kept saying, is that all you got? And so my coworker closed the door. And for me, that was a moral victory because I didn't cow down. I mean, once somebody spit on you, what can you really do, right? It's already done. But I wanted him to know that there was no victory on his end because I didn't run off and cry. I didn't get I didn't I didn't start, you know, I didn't start hollering, screaming, throwing anything at him. I wanted him to see that that didn't phase me. And so, you know, I mean, there was some, you know, going back and forth verbally, but I when I was standing there demonstrating to him that that didn't respond to me, I wanted him to know that you're no different than me. You're not a man. You're a woman just like me. And I wanted him to know that there was no victory on his part. It was a victory on my part. And so I stood strong. And so when the door was closed and I spread the word, I said, hey, that guy spit on me. And people were like, what? You know, my lieutenant came and he was upset. He's like, he assaulted you. And it was in that moment. Wow, I was just assaulted because I'd never been assaulted before. It was in that moment was like, wow. But typically when a man assaults a woman, you know, women freeze up. And once you freeze up, now they're going to do with you what they want to do with you. I mean, just because that man had a boxing chain don't mean, don't mean he couldn't do what he needed to do if he wanted to. But just me standing strong and overcoming it and say, I don't fear nothing but God. I'm not going to let the worst killer the worst rapist or anyone have me feeling fearful because I refuse to fear anybody but God. And then that was just how I felt. It was a moral victory for myself, you know, when the word spread. And, 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 and he ended up getting his comeuppance because somebody beat him up at the hospital, another inmate. And then when he came back, some other inmates beat him up. And then they transferred him out. And I heard there's some where he went to, he got beat up. So, I mean, justice was was justice was the Lord's because he took care of that person. That person got they come up and um, very well, and uh, I feel victorious because I did not let that deter me from standing strong because I had never in my life been uh, assaulted like that. It made it it helped me to accept my beauty as a woman. It's because it was at that point that I I come into the realization that I control how I feel about myself. My way of thinking is, I tell you what to think of me. You don't, you don't have an opinion about my beauty until I tell you what to think about my beauty. And that's just the way I walk around. And people say, you're beautiful. And I say, I know I'm beautiful because I told you I'm beautiful. And so it throws them off because they don't understand that. But as a woman, 
we so often look at, you know, for years I thought beauty was, the standard of beauty was a Caucasian woman. You know, that's what they tell you. And that's what they show on television. Beauty has never been a black woman. And so growing up, I had the low self-esteem. I had the big forehead, so I figured I'm not beautiful. I didn't have the flat nose and the flat lips, so I'm not beautiful. But in, in the midst of adversity, you're going to do one or two things. You're going to overcome it or you're going to let that adversity tear you down. That was a great story, wasn't it? If you have a story to share about discovering and accepting your natural beauty, you can send a one-minute clip to Aja, A-J-A, at simplebeautynaturals.com, and we'll contact you to get it on air. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll catch you next time.